Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Danny Ortiz. And I am Ryan McCarsky. Ryan, how are you doing, my brother? I am great, Danny. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, another week, man. Uh, we were just talking before we got on, as we always do, that this is uh, easily one of our favorite times of the week. Yes, absolutely. So much fun. <laughs> as we get into this word, it's just that the word just becomes alive. And we want to thank you that you join us every week to get into God's word. I mean, this is intentionally just to get into God's word, to get into God's presence. This is what this is about. This is not uh, an opinionated column. This is not a, you know, talking about, you know, just any event. We are literally going and describing the heart of God with his word. So my prayer, as our prayer always, is that uh, you thirst after righteousness. You thirst and hunger. Uh, I love Revelations, Ryan, when it says uh, uh, in Revelation 21, everyone who thirsts, come, right? That the Holy Spirit is drawing you, right? The spirit and the bride says, come for those who are thirsting after him. And I just, my prayer for those who are listening right now is that you hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled, the word says, Ryan. Amen. No, that's so good, Danny, that it, there's this, wanting this this desire and that's where it's birthed out of you you just said that for those that hunger and thirst the spirit will come will draw will draw us near but we we have to want it we have to want that hunger and thirst and that and it will pull at us and and it's you felt this and i felt this in my life there, there's something special when you feel the pulling of god there's nothing like experiencing God. There is nothing like it. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't, and if you haven't, we're going to pray for you right now. I mean, we're going to pause for a second. If you haven't experienced God, and, and I say experience more than encounter, because when you experience God in a way that you experience his love, I think every human being that has experienced the love of God overwhelming their life will never forget it, right? It's like uh, what the word says in Acts 2, that they were pierced at their heart. I, when we were... We'll get to the two-edged sword, but that <laughs> I thought about that right when when yep. when when Peter is preaching, not Paul. Peter's preaching Acts chapter two, and he's preaching that first gospel message. The worship they were pierced in their heart. There was an experience with the love of God like they never had before because they mm -hmm. experienced Jesus. And so, Father, we pray for those who are listening right now that they experience you, Jesus, even while they're driving, as they washing dishes, as they folding clothes, as they typing in the computer as they working, uh, walking, whatever they doing right now, let them experience your presence. God, we need to experience the love of Jesus now more than ever before. So I come in agreement with my brother, for those who are listening, that they experience the very love of who Jesus is in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and oh, and before you get into it, Danny, I, it, I think we want to definitely encourage the listeners, it doesn't have to be hard. It, it like if you're driving and, and you're quiet and you just say, Lord, I, I really just just come. I just want you to be with me in this drive. He's going to come in because ultimately you were created so that you are in relationship. He wants to hang out. I think that's if we know that, then it's like, oh, he wants to come and hang out. So why don't we invite him in? 
I love that. Just come. King Jesus, just mm. come. Yes. He's a king. Now, we, we before we get into Revelations 1.14, <laughs> so I hopefully everyone's going into Revelations 1.14. I don't think uh, Ryan and I, as we talking, we probably only get to get two verses in this week's podcast just because there's so <laughs> much in it. So we're going to go to Revelations 1.14. But before we go there, um, as we inviting the king to come in, I want to remind ourselves that this weekend, um, we really celebrate and commemorate something that's powerful in the Christian faith. It's when Jesus is walking into Jerusalem, right? It's, we call it Palm Sunday. And the reason that we call it Palm Sunday, you can read all of John 12, uh, 12 but I'm just going to read a, a, a little bit of it. If you don't know where it's at, John 12, 12 says, the next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. So this is the declaration of the kingship of Jesus. This is the first time that he declares, how, he, he declares his Ryan without not even declaring it out of his mouth. Listen to verse 14 and 15, which is how he declares it. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, he sat on it as it is written. So now John, because remember, we, we, we talking about in Revelation, John. So I love John's description of Zechariah 9.9. So John quotes Zechariah 9.9. Why? Remember, we always talk about that. We, we love to go to the Old Testament. Why? Because Jesus is talking to Torah, Tanakh speaking people they understand what Zechariah 9 9 says and and listen to what it says fear not daughter of Zion for behold your king is coming sitting on a donkey or coat right mm. so we know that as he sat on it coming in and they waved those branches he was declaring of himself now remember before this right he had he, uh, he was telling folks don't tell nobody who I am but this day, he's like, no, it is time for me to declare my kingship. Now, it's not a surprise that when he declared his kingship a week later, he's, he's going on, a, I mean, not even a week later. It was less than a week. He's on a cross, right? And so yep. it's not a surprise, but he knew. Um, so I just want to remember that as we worship the Lord, as we, we worship him like they worship him, Hosanna, because we declare him as king. When we worship God, when you and your, when you're inviting King Jesus, like Ryan said, and you tell him, just come. The, one of the greatest ways that you can invite Jesus in is worship. Because the word says that God inhabits the praises of his people. When you open up your mouth to the Lord, right? When you declare Jesus, you, you're amazing. Hosanna, Hosanna. If you just say Hosanna, Ryan, they, he comes. Yeah, I, and... Dan, you bring up such a great point about worship, and I don't think I understood this until recently, and I've been, and I gave my life to the Lord in 2013, and I was very theological. I love to read. I love to intellectually understand, and then as, and this is hopefully for, for someone, and as time went on, then I was, a, I was able to experience him, but the, the key to unlock the doors to heaven was worship. It, it was. I, I start every morning with worship, get a great worship album. Um, I, I'm a Maverick City fan. You, you are the same <laughs> as I am. And, and, and really, I have to say that because of 
Pastor Peter and and you uh, probably a year ago texted me and they're like, Ryan, this is great. You should check out this. And I haven't stopped listening to it every day. But there's <laughs> something there's something about worship that unlocks it. And then he just comes in. He like, I'll be honest, guys, driving to work, he floods my car every morning. I've I've broken down in tears a lot of mornings, not even sad, just like that's what the presence did. And, and it's, it's unreal, but, but without worship, it, it's sometimes just reading and, and you got to get the intellectual part out of it. Come on. That's what I had to learn. You have to Come get on. the intellectual part out of it. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not studying it. And again, we, we talk about this a lot of times, the, the difference between the, 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 the East way of looking at scripture and the West, right? So the West looks at the scriptures, what can I get out of it? The East looks at the scriptures, how can I learn of him? Uh, how can I learn? So when your approach in worship is not, oh, what word do I have so I can be separate? No, how can I learn Abba? How can I learn the Holy Spirit? How can I learn Yeshua, his ways, right? Because what John is declaring in John 1.14 is who Yeshua is, right? He has an encounter, an experience. Like now, so this, what, 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 what just makes me want to jump out of my seat is that John already knows Yeshua, right? But Yeshua has been now with the Father for, for a little while now, right? And so there's parts of Yeshua that he allowed John to see, even though he was his best friend on earth, that that is that John had not seen yet. He, I'm allowed, I'm allowed you, John, to see some of me, but not all of me. And so I love the awe and wonder that John has as he sees this glorified Yeshua, right? And has this Yeshua that's sitting at the right hand of the Father and has been in a in the heavens for a little bit. He's like. I know something's familiar, but there's more, right? And so the wonder of John, when I, when I was reading John 1, 14 and 15, right? I, I don't know if you heard it in his, his tone. The tone of John 14 and, uh, 1, 14 and 15 is the wonder that John is having of Yeshua, the Messiah. Like he's like having this wonder. And Yeah, no, absolutely, Danny. Uh, just about the de the description that John get that's John that John gives in, in verse 14 and 15 of, of Revelation is uh in, in one in one 14 and 15 it's just I there's so much of a, a comparison to the Mount of Transfiguration in Matthew 17 it's yes. it's unreal and it's like all these little times Jesus is showing a little bit more of of heaven and I, I, I wrote down that it's like, it's like the visual of the presence that you experience. Mm, that's like, so I've good. like I've, like I've experienced the presence, but it's like putting a visual picture to what I'm experiencing. And that's why scripture is so great. Cause I can, I can picture it through John's eyes looking and I'm like, wow, like this is like my, the visual of the presence that I, when I will see him face to face years and years from now. Come on, and, and, and it hungers, what we were talking about earlier. It makes you hungry, like it's thirsty and hunger for that. Like I wanna get, I wanna see Messiah. I wanna see Yeshua. I wanna see, him. I'm gonna read 114. 
you might run and re read Matthew 17 after. I don't know if you was going there, but man, that'd be great to read because yeah. you're 100% correct. So Revelation 114 says, and the hairs of his head were like white, like white wool, like snow. And his eyes were like a flaming fire. I'm gonna wow. read that again. The hair of his head was white, white wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flaming fire. What happens in Matthew 17, Ryan, goes yeah. so well with that. And then I'm gonna read a couple of scriptures after you read that because it's just so okay. good. It, it goes right into what we wanna talk about. This light and this white, this, 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 this description of this, this, this whiteness that you can't even comprehend that whiteness. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, um, yeah, I'll read Matthew 17. I'll start in verse one and I'll probably read, um, I'll read to like verse eight. I think that's probably a good spot. Perfect. So uh, Matthew 17 verse one says, now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James and John and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice, a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, arise and do not be afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Oh, man. Just so Ooh, many yes. things. So many things in this, Danny. So but much I, in that. I, it's it's when 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 this is being explained by by Matthew, it's. It's as though Peter, James, and John, they saw a glimpse of, of heaven on earth that we pray about. They, they, like they saw it happen in front of their eyes. I can't even imagine. You can't comprehend it. I, I mean, they make it like when you read the scripture, it's like, oh, Peter was like, well, let's just, uh, let's just build some tabernacles. Then it would, you would, you would be <laughs> like, your eyes would bug out of your head and you'll be like, what do I, what I, oh, I, I guess we better build some tabernacles. Like that's where his mind went because he didn't probably know what to say. And I love Jesus' response because Jesus is like, you're not even getting what's happening right now, Peter. Like Peter was always the one that's just jumping out. And he's like, <laughs> you just have to be in this moment, Peter, because you're going to miss it, right? Other translations, I love other translations says, uh, uh, Jesus told Peter, he's like, if, if you built this tabernacle, you'll miss out on everything else that I have for you. There's so much more. Like, I love that you read this because I had this in the docket because first of all, look at what it says. And his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. Now, yeah. that means John had already experienced some type of this looking yeah. at Jesus this way. But yeah. the experience he has in Revelation is such an awe because there's more. Right. Yeah. He saw his face shine before, but I, I believe it was like Daniel seven, nine says it this way. Remember, it's always in the old Testament. What you see in the new Testament, Daniel seven, nine says in the ancient of days, 
reigns, right? As I looked, look at Daniel. Daniel says the thrones were placed and the ancient of the days took his seat. Clo his clothing was white as snow and his hair of his head was like pure wool. Oh. His throne was a fiery furnace flames and his wheels were burning fire. Like, like Daniel is seeing him to this place. Uh, look what happens with Mary Magdalene, right? In Matthew 28, yeah. one to three, once Jesus is resurrected, right? When Jesus is resurrected. So there's levels of Jesus that I, I'm explaining the levels of Jesus. So John experiences one level of Jesus here in this mountain of transfiguration, which I think what you're saying, Ryan, you and I will be freaked out, right? You and I would just be prostrated to our face. We, we just be done. I mean, we just like, I, I want you to Lord. I don't, this is too much for us. Yeah, as I think as it says um, a little bit farther into, into what we will talk about um, that in Revelation chapter one, John, John like fell down as if he was dead. I would have did that too. I would have been like, so like just gone. We just hit the ground. Just like Peter, Peter, Jane, they were, they were like, oh, oh my gosh. P Peter um, don't know what to do here. Peter's like, no. huh? He's Am like, I seeing I've what I'm seeing? I've heard just get down because this is too powerful. <laughs> Listen to what happens here with Mary. He says, now after the Sabbath, towards the day of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was, a earth, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone. And his appearance was like lightning. Oh. <laughs> like if you, that kind of gives you a context of what type yep. of light it is, right? So they uh -huh. say you you can't look at lightning, right, with your eyes because it'll blind you. It's so the white is so white that it'll blind you. And it says, and his clothing was as snow. So so this kind of gives you a glimpse of what type of whiteness that they were seeing with his face in the Mount of Transfiguration. What Daniel saw of the Ancient of Days, right? And Jesus declares himself. Uh, Ryan this way he declares himself as that type of light uh, and John 8 12 he says I am the light of the world right I am like he says I am I am that I am we know that Hebrew term is I am whatever you need me to be right now right that Hebrew term I am but he's declaring himself as an I am right part of yep. the Godhead but he is the light of the world now I just want to read this because because this is this is so powerful as I read the meaning of light in Greek Ooh. It's fails. It's P-H-O-S. It's fails. Listen to what the word light here means. It means a star. Fire because it is light and it sheds light. A torch. God is light because light has the extreme delicate, uh, uh, pure, brilliant quality of truth and its knowledge. Together with the spiritual purity associated with it, that which is exposed to view all openly, publicly, and the power of understanding, especially moral and spiritual truth. Um, <laughs> that's, a mouth, that's a mouthful. <laughs> wow, that's, un, that's unreal. Yeah, and you think about light, light in a, if you think about it in a very practical way, being someone that teaches science and teaches about stars, if you study stars, and when we see stars from Earth, you know, there's, it looks like a bright spot in the sky, but if you went up and you could actually study the star, just the amount of light radiating out of certain stars, depending on what color they are, 
the and the power coming out of those and then you you combine it with the definition you just gave it's like that is some serious like power that's some serious amount of energy coming out of that it's 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 again we can't even look at the sun right because and no. and, and, and and i always pray this prayer because look at the look at look at the end of the verse and it says his eyes was like a flame and fire right his oh. eyes are like a flame and fire so not only is this radium light beam that you can't even look at now his eyes are burning right that he wants to burn within your own soul Dan daniel uh 10 I, I love daniel's description all through the book of daniel if you want to listen to the book of revelation or, or really look at it daniel's seen a lot of this before yep. we, even john did in daniel 10 5 it says this uh five and six i lifted up my eyes and looked and behold a man clothed in linen uh with a belt of fine gold from uh hu uh hufus uh uphas around his waist uh, and his body was like a burrow, his face like the appearance of lightning, again, lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, and his arms and legs like gleam of, of uh, burnished bronze and the sound of his words were like sounds of multitudes. Now that's, that's not, so, so think about staring to the eyes that burn this way, right? The eyes that burn like fire, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go jump into uh, if, if you don't mind, Ryan, we're going to jump to yep. verse 15 because it, I believe yep. it goes in with those eyes, right? He says his feet were like uh, burnished bronze, just like Daniel saw it, right? Refined yep. in a furnace. This is what it says. It, it's refined. So Yeshua is refined in the furnace, right? And his mm -hmm. voice was like the roaring of many waters. The same refining that Jesus wants to do with you it is, it is done with Jesus. Jesus had a walk on the earth and had the refining fire. So he comes out of refining and he is the refining fire. And he wants to refine you with that same fire. He's burning because our God is a consuming fire. Yeah, absolutely, Danny. And, and just to, if, if we just go to him, he this this transformational process in this life is the refining it is that that's that's the goal that by and we talked about this in a previous podcast by the end of life to look more like jesus than when you first gave your life to jesus come on and in you know in in 2023 i'll i'll have walked with jesus 10 years if i look exactly the same as i did in 2013 there's something going on there. He's not lacking, wanting to refine me by his fire. He's not like, he's not lacking in that. It's what's going on with me. Am I, did I, am I not coming to him? Am I not letting him? And that's the beauty of it. Letting him refine you, letting him break off those certain things that he wants to refine that you almost have to give away. I, when I was reading verse 15, First Corinthians three thirteen came up because it talks about how start, start in verse eleven. Start. I have that too. Start. Okay. Start. Go ahead. So read First okay. Corinthians three. Go from eleven to sixteen. Because that's, 11 that's, 16. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're one hundred percent correct. You're going exactly okay. where I was going. Okay. Yeah. First Corinthians three. All right. We'll start in in verse eleven. All right. So it says, um, "For no other foundation can anyone lay." than that which is laid, 
O foundation, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's works will become clear for the day, meaning that that day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. So your works will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's works of what mm. sort it is. If anyone's works, which he has built on it, endures, he will receive a reward, which rewards are talked about also in Revelation chapter 22. If anyone's work, if anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved yet so as through fire being saved literally through the fire but only um, as through the fire come on oh do you know or do you not know that you are the temple of god and that the spirit of god dwells in you could meditate that's it. on that verse that's forever. it right there that's it right there oh, I, 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 listen goodness. that's it right there the power of that is he led up to this transformation process that he wants, so let's talk about refining. So what, what happens in the refiner's fire? It's, it's how gold is purified, right? Is how yep. the impurities of gold uh, is taken out. If you, if, so you burn something so hot that whatever is impure removes itself from, right? So if you burn something so hot, the Holy Spirit then, he now talks about the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, why? Because the Holy Spirit wants to burn a fire inside of you, right? That does what? That pushes out every impurity of the world, every lust of the flesh, every lust of the, what, what is what is the world like? What, what what does John tell us the world like? Right, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, yep. and, and um, the lust of the eye, the lust of yep. the flesh, and the pride, and of the pride of life. But this is the world. This is the world system. So what what is what is uh, Paul telling us in Corinthians that the refiner's fire wants to purify you from the inside out? that the Holy Spirit wants to deal with you internally and speak to you about these things that he wants to grab out of your heart. So that what? So that you can light go through the fire and let the refiner's fire burn out every chaff. I love what you said. And, and I want you to go ahead and, and talk about this because yeah. you said if, if it's, it's going to be tested by the fire, whether you like it or not, it's going to be tested. Yeah, absolutely. And we have to, we have to think about it that every everything we do will be tested by the fire and it's talking about our works which means the things that we feel we're doing for the lord Come on. and where is the heart stance that you're doing it are you giving money let's just say to a ministry that's going overseas but you're giving the money purely so that you feel like, well, it says in the scripture, if I give, it's going to be given back to me. Or is it coming from a pure heart stance? So you're like, you know what? I want to bless this ministry because they're helping orphans in this country and they're getting them water that they need. And my heart just burns to help those children that literally need water. That's a whole different heart stance. So when we're talking about, you know, our works being tested by fire, it's really, where's it coming from a, from a heart stance? I, I'm going to go here. I don't know. I mean, it, the, the money thing, are you giving to church because you've read about all the benefits of the tithe? 
or are you giving purely because you want Jesus to partner with you in your finances, but you want to bless that ministry. You want to bless that church because you believe in how they're using the funds to help people. And you're also saying, wow, like I'm getting so much revelation from these, these preachings that I just want to bless this ministry because they've helped me so much. There's there. Those are two different heart stances. Man. And, 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 and that refiner's fire is, is letting you weigh both sides and the balance of both sides, right? It's giving you both pictures and it's saying, you can either choose this or choose that, but I'm gonna, I was telling a young man yesterday, God is the only God that gives an exam and never accepts an F, right? He never, you as a teacher knows it, right? You, like you can, you can go, he is the, like the retaker or all retakers, right? He can, you'll continue to retake and retake until you get it right, right? Because he'll bring you right around that mountain. We're gonna talk about um, Passover weekend here next week, because that's one of the things. So it's learning that you, you'll go, you'll get out of Egypt, but you'll go in circles until you get it right, right? Oh, and so yeah. we always talk about getting out of Egypt, right? Getting out of Egypt is part of the process. Getting into the promised land is why you get out of Egypt. What happens in the middle is that you're going in circles until you pass the test, right? He's he's wanting you to pass the test. He's, and 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 I was talking to this young man. He was like, "Man, I, it happens in my life. Sometimes I'm I'm faced with the same situation." And he's like, "And I'm not like, why am I in this again? Because you haven't passed it the first time, right? Because that yep. refiner fire hasn't refined that area. And God's saying, this still area, Ryan. This still area, Danny. That I still want to deal with, and you haven't dealt with it yet. And I'm not gonna let it go, right?" Look at what look at what Peter First uh, Peter one six through nine says. First Peter one six through nine, and then we're going to talk about his voice. First Peter one says, "And this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the testing of the genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though, though you do not know, now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is uh, expressively and filled with glory. Think about it, expressively and filled with glory, right? Obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your soul. So that testing is what? For the outcome of your faith, your salvation of your soul. The Holy Spirit is knowing. You read it before when you read the end of end of, uh, end of, end of um, First Corinthians 3.16. Yeah. It says, yeah. though he himself will be saved, but only through the fire. The, fi the fire is the zozo, is a continuous salvation. Is I'm saved, I'm being saved, and I will be fully saved, right? At the revelation fully of Jesus Christ. So as Jesus is more revealed, as John is seeing Jesus in these different levels, there's a refining going in John's heart because he's seeing more of the glory of Jesus. He's seeing more of who Jesus really is. And as seeing more who Jesus really is, he himself is getting more refined and getting more saved and getting more saved, right? Because salvation is not a prayer. It's the constantly unfolding of Jesus within us. Yeah, and you bring up an excellent point that this refining by fire, it mentions in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 um, that I read previously that it talks about 
um, on that day, which is talking about the, the end. But I think we don't want to miss what you just said, which is this refinement is a is a constant through our life Come on. until until we get it. You know, the Lord, the Lord is helping refine us in various areas, and that's going to be different for for you and different for me based on what our potential struggles are and where we haven't gotten to with the Lord. It could be a trust factor that we're just not there yet. So the Lord is is actually giving up like these tests are actually opportunities. These tests are to say, hey, Ryan, here's your uh, here's your fifth retake. <laughs> um it's, it's very similar, like as a teacher, right? Retakes are about the same concept. They're just different questions, but they're trying to get the same results as, do you understand this specific material? But it might be shown a different way. Maybe it's not multiple choice. Maybe it is um, a more of a written description. It's the same for, for Jesus. It's like, Lord, you know, that's really similar to that situation. Not the same, but similar and he's probably like oh yeah like here's a retest again <laughs> you know um we i want you to pass i want you to be refined in this area because guess what there's another area i kind of want to get to and, and i can't get to that one unless i deal with this one right yep. and i love that's why i love 15 because it gives you the duality of it right because when we read in, in first corinthians the uh three it talks about that the holy spirit right so how how are we refined by fire Number one, the Holy Spirit. Number two is his word. I'm going to say it again. His Holy Spirit and his word. And he talks to you about his word because it says not only was, was um, his feet right refined by that fire, right? But his voice was like the roar of many waters. So you think about if you've ever been to Niagara Falls and you think about a roar of many waters, it is overwhelming, Right, it is the, the that, that roar. If you've ever sat and listened to the roar of the Niagara Falls, is is like deafening, right? And if you've been in the bottom of it, it is in the boat. It is definitely deafening, right? And he's saying his words are this way. His voice, right? Ezekiel forty three says it this way, verse two. And behold, the glory of God of Israel was coming. Uh, from the east and the sound of his coming was like the sound of many waters of the earth with his glory john 4 13 to 14 says this jesus said to, to her everyone who drinks of this water will will be thirsty again but whoever drinks of the water that i will give him will never be thirst again will never that's his promise it would you will never thirst again the water that i will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up like eternal life. So he said that same roaring water that comes. So John then puts it this way. The rivers of living water on, on the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood and up and cried out, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. For whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living waters. Now this he said about the spirit whom those who believe in him were to receive, for as yet the spirit had not been given because Jesus is not yet glorified. So oh. here he's talking about this sound of waters, this burning of fire, this refining. How do you get refined? By the Holy Spirit. We need to be reacquainted daily when you get up. 
be reacquainted, say good morning. There was a book that uh, was written a long time ago, says good morning, Holy Spirit, because mm -hmm. it is that when you get up in the morning, good morning, Holy Spirit, get reacquainted with the Holy Spirit, with his voice, why? Because he's doing the refining within us. Oh, Danny, that's that's so powerful. And, and we've spoken on the Holy Spirit in previous podcasts and how you have to understand him as a person. Like he is, he is, he's the helper. He's your friend. He's your friend. And you explained, you explained it so well that I don't think many people get that Jesus came and did his job and, and he's, and he's seated at the right hand of the, of, of God, but the Holy spirit has been given to you as a helper. And, and the way we've talked about this for the last year or two, um, as we've got to know each other is like, Ryan, I talk to the Holy spirit all the time. You know, my wife's like, Danny, who are you talking to? Well, I'm talking to the Holy Spirit. Like, I, I'm, I need, like, I need some, some help with this. Help me, Holy Spirit. Like, what? How should I handle that? And I think it's so. I've over spiritualized it in, in my life and tried to get everything set, right music. But it's like, if you're driving down the road, and it's like, Holy Spirit, like, I, I feel something's going on. Like, what is that? Why do I feel? feel this come on and i think pastor peter puts it really well it's like if you don't hear in two minutes like, like you're gonna hear it you, you're going like he's going to talk to you he's talking all the time we just don't shut off enough of the noise around to actually hear what he wants to tell you come on and the way that we want to hear him is the way we want to hear him right i want to hear you this way but yep. he's like i'm a raw i don't know if you ever saw it this way he yep. says he's the roar of, of many waters, right? Yep. Now, now, now listen to this. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit of this. We're going to end with this, man. Okay. We can go all day. Let's listen to what it says. Listen to what it says. Listen to the way the, the verse puts it in verse 15. Like the roar of many waters, meaning you were saying how we hear God. If you look at many waters, many, many waters, if you look at Niagara Falls is wet water coming. There are trickles of all kinds. There are hundreds of versions of that water coming down. Thousands of versions of that water. Meaning there's multiple millions and billions of ways that God can speak to you, right? Mm -hmm. there's, there's all those roaring waters, right? Goes into a river or goes into a stream or goes into an ocean and then is a body of water. But as they coming down, it's like different ways it's coming down, right? Different, you know, when waves come, it's different waves that are coming, right? And so we have to be ready to say, God, I know that you are, you can come any way you want to come. All I need you to do is come. However way you want to come, I need you to come. I don't know if you ever saw it that way, but I'm looking at, if I'm looking at water coming from all directions, he's saying, that's me. I come from all directions. Just let me come. Don't try to don't try to stay with one stream of water saying, oh, I, I'm going to take this little piece. No, I'm all of it. No, Danny, that that unlocks some some stuff, I think, for a lot of people, including myself, because I think as when I was a new believer, you start kind of looking at. And this is just me being someone that's trying to to learn. Right. You see these these great men of God and they say, well, here's how I hear the Lord. And, and it almost becomes an, an absolute. And it's like, well, this man's been walking with the Lord for like 20 years. So I've only been walking with him for like six months. And I'm not really hearing 
maybe I need to try his one, two, three, four, five step process. I'm going to run out my chair. And, Come and on, I've, Ryan. And I've, fall, I've fallen into that 100% because you're like, well, they have like 95,000 followers on YouTube or subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, man, if I just did A, B, and C, like I would hear it. And then I've tried it and it never worked. And I'm like, well, what the <laughs> heck was that? And then, and then I'll be driving down the road and the Lord will just touch me. And, and I'm like, but I didn't do A and B like at all. I didn't even ask you to come in here. And, and then that's when the revelation, and this is probably only in the last year or so. That's why I, I want to say this, that I'm like, the Lord can speak whenever he wants, however he wants. And it, I didn't have to have the perfect ABC or the perfect one, two, three step. And I hope that really, I hope that opens up some things for, for people listening. Cause that, that helped me. And you just, you actually pointed a verse to it. It's like, wow, he speaks in every type of way known. You can't, <laughs> you, you can't contain it, right? No. And that's the key. Yeah. If you, if you, again, Niagara Falls is the best way I know how to put this. If you're Niagara Falls and you're trying to contain Niagara Falls, guess what's gonna happen to you? You're gonna die. It's too, too powerful. <laughs> it's coming from too many ways, right? That's what he's saying. I'm coming from all kinds of ways. I, yep. and, and you hit it, man. I almost ran out my seat when you said it, man. <laughs> it's like, no, we don't have to copycat, right? Yep. There's enough. What, what did he tell the woman at the well, right? I'm going to go back to yep. what he said oh. to her. He yep. said, everyone who drinks of this water that is, will thirst, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst again. For the water that I will give him will become in him, meaning I have so much. I'm, I'm the well that never runs dry. So, yeah. so, so as we close, run to the well that never runs dry. Let the Holy Spirit refine you by the fire of God. And the Holy Spirit will bring you to the right place in the right time of what he needs to, to get out of you, the things that you need to lay down. It, and, but run to the well that never runs dry. The well that never runs dry is Yeshua. What was the key of everything that we talked about is encountering Yeshua. What did John do when he encountered him in, in the mountain transfiguration? And John, I just need to encounter Yeshua. How? The how is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit refines you. So run into his arms um, and we'll talk next week. I'm so excited, you know? Amen. All right, bless you. Blessings. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.